live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. The ongoing theme of everything is broken right now. <laughs> I opened a, like I buy my deodorant in like the two-pack. Okay. So you go and you get two for, it's not the price of one, but it's a better deal if you mm-hmm. buy the two. They're like wrapped together. Yep, okay? that, that plastic, you yep, peel right. it apart. Yep. So I reach for the new one, pop it open. There's nothing in there. <laughs> it's com- The other to- one is fine. <laughs> the tandem deodorant, there's nothing in there. Now, how does that happen? Quality control is lacking No there. idea. How does, that, how does the, the product packaging. not get inserted inside the plastic It didn't fall thing. out. It didn't. It had the top on it. So clearly, like, it had gone through the process. It went down the line. It got the top on. Was there any residue? Nothing. Like, it was, Deb, there was like... <laughs> it was like a, like a fresh thing. They just didn't put the stuff in it. Yes. No attempt was made or to put any stuff in it. Was there supposed to be any stuff in it? Was it supposed to be, like, just a little... <laughs> Do it yourself. It's virtual deodorant. <laughs> Here's your recipe. Right. No, we, we assure you it's working. Hmm. Hey, you tell me. Or maybe it's it a refillable morning. one. <laughs> How are things? Uh, I'll tell you in a bit here. <laughs> so now the next question is, what do I do about that? I You call that one in. I call that one in? Do I Absolutely. call the line or do I have an email too? Either one. Because then they'll send you all kinds of goodies. Do you think oh, they yeah, will? Do dude. they still do that? Yes. Definitely. And then if you take I'm, a picture of it and post it on social, you got to start on. off with "I'm highly disappointed," and then you know that'll hook him. Oh no, he's disappointed. <laughs> no, no, I I start nice with "I'm a faithful user of your product. Yes. I enjoy it. I find it works well for me. I always, you know, you I, could get like a imagine, duffel bag out of this. I mean, you could get all kinds. Imagine of Imagine my dismay bag. when I opened up and saw that this was empty. My heart sank, yeah. <laughs> and tears rolled down my face. <laughs> I saved the. I save the social media card, the social media play for. Yeah, you don't need that right sparingly. away. You don't need to use that trump card right away. Although, like a lot of people do, to your point, find great success when they immediately go on social media and start ranting about how unhappy they are about a given. And product. a lot of people probably pull the trigger on that a little too soon, right, or just, shouldn't be. It makes them look a little silly. Sometimes. Is this the worst thing in my life? Right, it certainly <laughs> is not. But it's it's a question again because I told you the other day about my bank card where there was I had right. to get a new card because there was some. Unauthorized withdrawals. Now my, I've, I've calculated my cost per hour that I've invested trying to get my 50, 60 bucks back, right. which is not nothing. But now I'm, I'm probably in the neighborhood of seven, eight bucks an hour with how much time <laughs> oh I've spent on this. I should have just gotten another part-time job. Well, no, I think you should, we should write that. We should track this. You take a picture of it. You email it in and okay. say, hey, what can, what, what can you do about this? Do what you do as far as your niceties. Now and I, you will get one. There's no way you don't. Now, I don't have the receipt still. Like, why would I say that? I don't think that matters. It's very clear. It should be very clear from the thing. Like, nah, dude, there was no. I'm not pulling a scam on you to get. (laughs) This isn't unprecedented. That's what people do. They grab them, they melt them down, they empty it out, clean it out, and then they, hey, look, I don't have any. (laughs) Look at this huge scam. I'm scamming the man four bucks at a time for deodorant. Deodorant. Mm -hmm. All right, I will report back to this program. On what happened. I'm excited about the deodorant this. scam. 514 and Brandon Snide's got sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Quarterback watch in Green Bay and New York continues. Could we see the Packers dig in their heels in regards to trading their four-time MVP, or is there a compromise on the horizon for a deal to be made? 
the way they structured the contract where the $58 million, you don't have to exercise it until week one. So they can sit on things as is. Mm. They can say, hey, we're not going to sign a bunch of players in free agency anyways. We take our roster intact. We take Jordan Love, the incumbent quarterback, into April workouts as the guy knowing Aaron Rodgers is sitting at home technically still the Green Bay Packer until the Jets give us what they want. That's their leverage on paper. Now, does that make a lot of logistical sense? No, it doesn't. So that's why I do expect something to, to get shaked out here between both sides. So just come up with a compromise. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler on the latest surrounding the NFL's top storyline this offseason as the NFL draft is just over a month away. Over to College Hoops, where UWM committed 20 turnovers and saw their postseason come to an end after just two games. Bowl and Rand will see their collegiate careers come to a close as this season has come to a close for the Panthers. Final score here tonight. It is the Charlotte 49ers, 76, and the Milwaukee Panthers, 65, as the Panthers' season comes to a close with a record of 22 and 12. 22 wins, the most since the 2005-2006 season. Scott Warris on the call on 101.7 The Truth. Head coach Bart Lundy spoke after the game and the excitement that will surround his program heading into their offseason. You know, hopefully this team group can stay together. I think they will. Um, we'll add some really good pieces. Um, you know, we're working hard. We've got a great staff. You know, I, we, I, I feel good about us sustaining success here and, and building on what we've done. Staying in college hoops as Wisconsin looks to keep their postseason alive as they travel out to Oregon for their quarterfinal matchup in the NIT tournament tonight. Tip-off is set for 8 p.m. And the University of Green Bay Phoenix women's basketball season comes to an end as they lose to Bowling Green in the women's second round of the NIT tournament by a final score of 69-51. to Phoenix end their season with 28 wins. This college basketball tournament update is brought to you by Outdoor Living Unlimited. And finally, do the diamond where cha- the championship game is all set for the World Baseball Classic thanks to some late-inning heroics from Team Japan. And he can get a huge lead. Cracked in the air. Deep center field. Thomas on the move. It's off the wall. Otani's in to score. Here comes the winning run. Japan turns it around on its last breath. Joe Davis on the call for Fox Sports 1 as Japan rallies in the bottom of the ninth to score two runs to defeat Team Mexico by a final score of 6-5. Japan will now meet Team USA in the final round tonight. First pitch is set for 6 p.m. Coming up, 40 under 40, this year's honorees. 518 on Wisconsin's Morning News. This year's Milwaukee Business Journal's 40 Under 40 class officially honored. Susan Kim, my panel over at TMJ4 News, and uh, I, we were honored to emcee the event at the Miller High Life Theater last night. You can't leave that event, Eric, without feeling bullish on Milwaukee's future. I know, yeah. you know we spend a lot of time here uh, talking about the very real challenges that face our city, and uh, this does nothing to diminish that. Those are important conversations that I, that I think we need to have, but... You know, you had a theater full of people to honor leaders from from all corners of Milwaukee doing a very variety of different things. Up and comers, too, right? Yeah. And so the the young people, many names that you don't know mm-hmm. yet, but perhaps will in the future as they continue to grow in prominence and, and their footprint here is left on Milwaukee. So I talked with a couple of the honorees last night. Uh, let me introduce you to Bobby Wiltgen. He is a kid for the northwest side of Milwaukee, started as a server and bartender in the restaurant scene, as so many do. 
put himself through UWM and is now founder of Cream City Concepts, operates three establishments downtown. Who's on third among them, if you need to know one of them that you might know. He's also president of the Old World 3rd Street Entertainment District. And actually, to see the person, Beth Weirick, who nominated me today uh, or for this award, uh, get put into the Hall of Fame for this, it means so much. It's so humbling uh, to go through the last couple of years, get through it, you know, lay off 175 employees and build back to 175 employees. Uh, we're back stronger than ever. And uh, for me, this is a personal achievement, but for the team, and for Cream City Concepts, I would not be here today, Vince, if it weren't for all the people that have stuck by my side and believed in me from the beginning. So, and then a name you may know. So that was Bobby Wilkin, uh, third. What else does he have? He has, who's on third? He's got a couple. Um, Oak Barrel yes. is his place down He's here. got a new one he's popping open now here pretty soon. I just love what he said about, you know, making it through the pandemic and you get the sense, you know, when he... He's a conscientious business owner and cares about his people. He absolutely does. I've met him before. He absolutely cares. And cutting those people to make it through the pandemic was hard and mm -hmm. painful. And to, to be able to bring them all back now and to be at full strength is, is really important to him. And then here's a last name you may know. Niznanski was honored. But not Brian Niznanski, <laughs> our favorite meteorologist over at TMJ4. Uh, this cat married up big time, did Niz. <laughs> His wife, Julie, is a vice president at Associated Bank, and she's on the board of directors for Make-A-Wish Foundation. So I bet you most times when you and Brian go out, you're the weatherman's wife. But tonight's your night. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, this is this is a big deal. I'm pretty excited about this. Tell us about the work that you do, not just at Associated, Julie, but also you're being honored for what you do in the community, the boards you sit on, and your phil philanthropic work. That's so important. Yeah, I, I make a wish. Wisconsin is near and dear to my heart. I absolutely love everybody who's involved with the organization. We've become family. I've always had uh, a, a soft spot in my heart for make a wish because uh, it affected one of my cousins when he was two years old. He got to see his wish, and I was five or six myself. So to be able to be a part of that, and then full circle in my career, in my limelight, to be able to give back to such a great organization is super just powerful i love it i know that you probably know this but now that you're 40 40 and in that class you guys kind of have a duty to support each other you're sort of part of this camaraderie yeah, it's been really nice meeting everybody. I mean, just so many different walks of life. And then other people who I actually knew a few of them in the community already. So I kind of had a head start. I'm like, I know your story. I know your story. So we've had some really great events leading up to this. And it's just great to see everybody and celebrate their success. So Julie Niznanski there, Bobby Wilkin, and 38 other great Milwaukeeans all honored. Best wishes to this year's class of the Milwaukee Business Journal's 40 Under 40 Awards. We have high hopes for you. News about your money this morning in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average up 383 points to 32,245. The NASDAQ at 11,676. That was up yesterday as well. S&P 500 up 35 points to 39.52. For a deeper dive on the markets, you can listen to the Annex Wealth Management SWOT podcast. That's S-W-O-T. Listen wherever you find your favorite podcasts. You know, if you're uh, at the ball game in the arena and they've got a, 
a variety of things to pass the time and timeouts and whatever. Yeah, like Bucks games, basketball. Yeah, games right. They got the T-shirt toss and you yeah. know the Spirit Crew, Spirit mm-hmm. Squad, whatever have you comes out, does their thing, and then a lot of times they put stuff up on the scoreboards. And one of my favorites is the kiss cam because it's funny every time. No, it's like show two people that shouldn't be kissing. Camera goes on you, right? They got music playing, probably what Pancake just played there. Yep. Something like that, and then it says underneath "kiss cam," and they, you know, isolate on two people. Some and they... dude with his sister. Come on, don't put me on this thing. <laughs> well, there was an epic kiss cam moment, um, making the rounds on social media right now. This is a from a Canucks hockey game in Vancouver, Rogers Arena. They're doing the kiss cam, and I'll, I'll just let you listen in here. Okay, do you hear the PA guy there? It doesn't matter if you don't know each other. So first couple comes up, they kiss, light applause. Next couple comes up with the scoreboard screen. Woman on the aisle seat, no one next to her. And then another dude sitting oh, a seat yeah. away, and the kiss cam is on them. Yep, yep, yep. You're making out now. <laughs> well, not yeah. quite, but you heard PA guy kind of egging him on there. She looks at dude. He looks back at her. She kind of like shrugs her shoulders with it. I mean, you want to? Let me guess how this ends. They mouth each other. He goes and plants one on her. Pretty good, too. It was a good kiss. So then they move on to someplace else. Then they come back, and lo and behold, boyfriend is there sitting in that empty seat. Am I right? That it's going to be an interesting ride home. Exactly what you said. These Boyfriend goes, real. sits down, throws his arm around her, and is like, "What? What, what did I miss?" These aren't real. These are these are fake. I wasn't I wasn't so completely sold on that, but I now I'm agreeing with you because when he sits down and the camera goes back on them, the girl is not making any kind of. I mean, she doesn't look. Blushed. She's an actress. She's, exactly. She isn't. She's not reacting at all. And he's like, "Well, what? What?" She's like, "I don't know." You know, it was just, eh, no, it was a setup. I'm, I'm skeptical sorry, about everything. I bought this hook, line, and <laughs> sinker. Really? I came in this morning. I am I'm like, shocked. you guys, you guys got to see this. Did you see this awesome kiss cam? You and Pancake right away. Like, no, nah, that's not real. Like, what? <laughs> Absolutely not. This is like the security guard who's like a really good dancer. All of a sudden, they keep going <laughs> back. Might to be. Him. No. If it's no. if it was real though, she probably would have been trying to crawl under the t- chair. It never would have happened. It would have. You're right. It would. What do they happened. do with the people that are normally in those seats? Like move them out? Oh, that's your it's question. Probably not packed. I don't think it was necessarily packed. Yeah, it's a hockey game. Come on. Newsweek even wrote it up, and they quote uh, an entertainment news site where they say many viral kiss cam moments throughout the years have been staged. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, oftentimes they're on social. Actually, they're pretty fun to watch. They're great, but they ain't real, my friend. Pancake, get on it. Let's get one of these people. Call call them up, and let's talk to them. (laughs) Well, I'm sad about that. I wanted to believe in the kiss cam. I choose to believe this morning regardless. I don't care what you guys say. 544 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Five fifty-three on Wisconsin's Morning News. This week, we mark 20 years since the U.S. war in Iraq began with these words from then-President Bush in an address to the American people. American and coalition forces are in the early stages of military operations to disarm Iraq, to free its people, and to defend the world from grave danger. 
The U.S. did achieve one goal that was ousting Iraqi dictator Saddam Hussein. New York Times reports about 4,600 U.S. troops and 36, uh, 3,650 American contractors were killed in Iraq. Countless others survived but bear physical and mental scars. There's uh, several hundred thousand Iraqi civilian casualties as well listed among the dead. Just wanted to take a moment this morning, now that we're 20 years out, to talk to one of our U.S. soldiers who was there himself, Iraq and Afghanistan war veteran, and now morning sports guy. <laughs> yes, sir. In our nice, cool. comfortable studio, Brandon Quite Snide. the difference, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Pretty, very are. similar in many ways, yes. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you this first, Brandon, because, you know, the Iraq war was much debated at the time, and hindsight gives us even you know, more insight into whether or not that was the right decision for America to go in and do what we did. To what extent do any of these political conversations enter into your conversation when you're there in the war zone serving for the U.S.? None. Zero. Y'all don't talk about it? Nope. No conversation? Hey, dude, should we be here? What is our mission? I've never had a conversation like that. And I've wow. de- obviously, you, you said it at the start of it, I've deployed both Iraq and Afghanistan, and it's never been a conversation. Now, is that, could that possibly change nowadays? Maybe when I was in Iraq, it was 2009, pre smartphones. We had dial up internet out there, you know, things we weren't plugged in as we are now to certain things, but it was never a conversation I have ever had with any one of, you know, my brothers or sisters in arms. We've never, we, we had a mission. We had one mission. We knew what that mission was. We were it's all volunteer, you know, military at the time, uh, which I think it still might be, maybe for now. Uh, but uh, it was never a conversation. We we wore the, the the flag on our right arm, and and we had one purpose and one and one goal in mind, and that was to go there and come back home. What opened your eyes? What didn't you expect that you experienced over there? Uh, the weather was. I thought you were going to say spiders. Yeah, I do want to ask you about those spiders, too. <laughs> but go ahead on the weather first. That, that, I was <laughs> expecting that. The weather was, it was really weird. It rained mud in the winter, so it, you know, it rained mud. And the summers were, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know, it was so hot in the summer. I remember having a conversation with my buddy, who actually was just a groomsman in my wedding. Uh, this is back in Iraq in 09, so we've stayed in communication with each other. And I remember sitting there, I'm looking up at him, and it's 138 degrees. And the oh. sun is just beating on you. You're wearing about 60 pounds of gear. Oh. <laughs> and I remember looking at him, and I'm like, man, Hernandez, I'm like, I, I, you know, I could get hit right now. Not in, like, the head or the neck, but if I could get shot in, like, the arm or the leg and I could go to some air conditioning, I'd be great. Right? <laughs> I'd take I'd, one here to just I'd be get good. To the I'd AC. be good. It was so hot. We'd boil an egg on the sidewalk. It would just get so hot. Um, and you're, you, you mentally, you think about it, right? They're like, oh, it's warm out there. You're going to a different country. It's a desert. Like you get it, but it hits you differently, uh, out there and it, and it mentally, it wears on you. And I, I wasn't prepared for that. The spiders, I was somewhat prepared for until I saw one. And then that was probably the scariest thing I saw in How big country. Was it? Uh, I, I don't know the exact size. What are they calling the camel spiders? Camel spiders. Yeah. Bigger than my hand. Yikes. I, oh. And and they're fast, like you 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 they're there and they're gone, like super fast. Scorpions are really big out there. Uh, are they tame? <laughs> are they tame? Could you put you, a saddle yeah, if on you, it? If you leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. But it's like if you see one, like you're like, man, you got the you're creeped out for like the next week or so, and you're just looking around every time you walk in a shower or the bathroom, <laughs> you're double checking all the all yeah. the uh, oh, wow. all the uh, corners. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, 
It, it was quite the experience, and I, I wouldn't change it. I'd go back right now if I if they asked me to. Well, regardless of people's politics on the issue and all of that, uh, I do think something that we've learned, at least our generation and generations since Vietnam, which is to separate out the political mission and the men and women who serve on behalf of the United States. So a grateful nation, my friend. Uh, Really proud to to be in here with you, and I'm glad you're safe. I appreciate that. Spires, desert, and all. (laughs) Brandon Snide, U.S. War, Afghanistan and Iraq veteran from U.S. Army.